0: Join me. Almost midnight. Welcome to hell! Almost midnight. I think we have time for one more body. Enough time for one more story. Hello. Hello. How are you? Uh,
1: I got a headache. But well, other than that, I'm fine. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Was it like a household induced headache or just like seasonal headache?
1: I think it's just as time for a headache. Headache.
0: <laughs> okay. if i warm
1: down here. I'm probably dehydrated.
0: Yes. That could possibly be it.
1: <laughs> are you all packed and ready? Yes. <laughs> all aboard the Almost Midnight, a horror anthology podcast. I am Mr. Cleaver.
0: And I'm Crystal Fear.
1: And I pretty much butchered that, but I'm going to tell you what, I'm going (laughs) to leave because I'm a professional. (laughs) Yes. Warts and all, that's how we roll, except for that hour I spent editing. Yes. (laughs) You been watching anything?
0: Um, I kind of, like... Went on a tear with Halloween. Watched Halloween two and four. I skipped over three because I wanted to do like a strictly Myers timeline kind of thing. I gotcha. Did that. Um, I watched the Terrifier, um, which I haven't seen in years. So I kind of wanted to like rewatch that with like all the news that there might be a Terrifier two coming. So I wanted to just rewatch it, and that it was amazing. <laughs> uh-huh. What was that?
1: said, absolutely. That Terrifier 2 is like the spaghetti incident of the. Uh... Oh, no, no, wait. What was the Guns N' Roses album that everybody was waiting for and it came out? It was fucking trash. Uh,
0: I know exactly what you're talking about, but I cannot. The name is like escaping me.
1: Democracy, something to demo- my. Uh, who cares? We're not going <laughs> to. Anything else?
0: Um, so Terrifier 2, uh, Halloween 2 and 4. Um, I watched the remake of Carrie. Couple things, just like random stuff, a bunch of random things this week. How about you?
1: Let me think. Well, which which remake of Carrie did you watch? the The number one or the left?
0: uh the one with uh, Judd Apatow's wife in it, which I can never. Isn't her? Isn't it? Isn't it that is his wife? Uh, isn't Juliana Moore?
1: Leslie Mann is his wife.
0: Oh, okay. They look similar now. <laughs> <I'm> like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I get they confused, but like, they're both redhead, but is it, um, uh, the remake, to, I want to say it's 2000s remake, uh, 2006, uh, is that, is that right? Am I the wrong year? I,
1: that, um, the, the TV remake was 2005, I think, and then the newer remake was, was it 13, 2013?
0: It had to be the newer remake. It was, you know, all the girls had really plump lips in it. So I'm assuming it was like a more recent uh, (laughs) remake.
1: It's been on my shelf for a while, but I haven't seen it. I don't, I, I just don't, I don't know why they keep trying to remake that.
0: Um, the only thing I'm glad they kept was the phrase dirty pillows, which I'm glad they kept in this remake. <laughs> like, if they could just always refer to breasts as dirty pillows, I'd be very happy. <laughs> I'm okay.
1: <laughs> or snack trays, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, it, why is the actress eluding my, like, eluding my memory? Like, she was on This Is uh, 40 with uh, Paul Rudd. I got uh, I'm got. i sure people are like screaming right now How do you not know? But I cannot remember But I just watched it today But like watch that I started uh, Lake Eden Have you ever heard of that? Yes I have um, Sometimes I can watch Movies where like Kids are complete assholes And sometimes like like say a Carrie But and then it's hard for me To like watch them like in a Lake Eden kind of situation For some reason when the kids are just blatantly, just like ridiculously over the top, just assholes. And that's how this started. So I watched a little bit of it. I'm like, okay, take a break from this. Because <laughs> I don't know what it is. I can handle it in like very T situations. But when it's just like, you almost expect the bullying in high school situations. So okay. I, I, I accept it. I can understand it. When it's completely like unsolicited bully, like it's just like, we see you at a lake. And now we're gonna torment your entire life. It's hard for me to watch sometimes, so I watch about twenty, thirty minutes of it and I turn it off. So I, I, I but I do want to revisit it. I heard it's really good.
1: Yeah, stick with it. It's called Eden Lake.
0: Eden Lake. Eden Lake. Yes.
1: That's why I got confused for a second. there. <laughs> yeah, just stick with it. I've, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I know, yeah, it's- experience it's gonna be. <laughs> so I, I'm just waiting for the day where I want something really downbeat and messed up
0: yeah and that's and i was sort of watching and i'm like these kids are such assholes and i'm like okay chris they could asshole kids and carry yep (laughs) so makes no sense but
1: no i just i watched um two 1980 movies today humanoids from the deep and anthropophagus
0: were they both winners or
1: I consider them to be but I would I wouldn't invite you if you said you didn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen either of them?
0: No, I have not. I have uh, not.
1: Humanoids is a blast. It's it's very misogynistic though.
0: Soccer from the 80s? <laughs> from The 80s.
1: <laughs> and uh, Anthropophagus, I don't know if I'd recommend It's pretty freaking slow, but there's a lot of visceral imagery if you stick around long enough.
0: Okay. I mean, I could I I definitely would try it. I mean, I, when it comes to the 80s I think everything went with a grain of salt when it comes to like 80s movies it's like yeah you're gonna see a bunch of boobs uh-huh. misogyny that this that and the other so I kind of look at it you had look at it with like an anthropologist size <laughs> like you're looking at an artifact
1: <laughs> I know I know and it's hard to look back at movies you like like Revenge of the Nerds or Sixteen Candles and
0: I know there was like really super rapey stuff in that and it's like But again, classic movies and, you know, like even Pretty in Pink, I think it was, or Sixteen Candles. I mean, they still are underwear and they're like, it's ridiculous. It's like borderline, like just, just, yeah, super rapey, weird, you know, but you're like, okay, you know, it's a time. It's, you hope they didn't know better, (laughs) you know, you're just weird. But um, again, classics, so
1: you just gotta kinda turn a blind eye to it.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And definitely don't edit it, because I don't believe in that. I think you should just let each time period speak for themselves.
0: Yeah, and just go, hey, it didn't, you know, it didn't age well. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: So what did you think of the second half?
0: <laughs> Speaking of not aging well. <laughs> oh yeah. Is <laughs> we're back on ABC's A Horror. Of death of death. Of death, I'm sorry.
1: Piece of Death, 2012, <laughs> Part 1, Part 2. Try not to get confused.
0: Yes, we're doing N through Z today.
1: N through Z.
0: Um, again, like, you know, it's anthology, you know, 26 shorts from 15 different countries. So, like, a lot of different perspectives on death. Um, I mean, that was the only requirement was that it had to, the, the, the short had to involve death in some aspect.
1: And like a $5,000 budget.
0: Yeah, which is insane, which is great. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. We start with N, and N is for nuptials. Again, Okay, so here's my little like snafu that happened during this, is that whoa, whoa. I watched it on Prime, and then for some reason, I, I don't know if I rented it. I thought I actually purchased it, but I rented it, and I was like, oh, I have to re-rent this. And I was like, you know, I should... Look for it uh, elsewhere. I looked at it was a thing called Zumo, which is another kind of like streaming service. And uh, it didn't let me access the movie for some reason. Have no idea why. So I found it on YouTube, but it almost had like, uh, let's say Cambodian or Taiwanese, like writing as my subtitles. So Uh-oh. if it was a, if it was a really bad audio i am like relying on me to like be able to like hear it and see it because the, the subtitles were not helping me in the least
1: <laughs> is this on was this wasn't on Tubi? that surprises
0: uh, uh, it wasn't on Tubi. i found it on youtube
1: like i said it's always everywhere until you actually want to watch it
0: yeah so but so the second half i was like doing a little bit of a scramble i found it on youtube so not the end of the world but my subtitles were not in english so if it wasn't in english i was like really going on the visuals (laughs) which which is like leads me to letter n because i think letter n was in their native language
1: let me take a gander here i'm looking (laughs) all of the rest of the and i think this is the only one you would actually have a problem with if you want i can I can try to Well
0: well it actually made a hundred percent sense after well it looked like she was kind of going okay nup- and it's for nuptials and it looked like a man and a woman engaging she was kind of like not annoyed at the bird but the bird was there's a bird in this picture and he really likes the bird. He proposes to the woman, the woman the, the bird like actually walks the ring over to her and she's pretty excited about it until it like relays a very like explicit like almost like he was like cheating on her am i wrong with that
1: you you got a pretty good grasp of it so (laughs) okay subtitles okay what happened was the guy bought this bird for his wife or not for his wife sorry for his girlfriend and he taught it to say will you marry me okay okay and then it walks the river and he's like yeah i taught it how to talk it picks things up really quick and um, it starts going. It starts saying things like, "Don't worry, my my girlfriend will never find out." <laughs> and and like his name was Shane. It's like oh, Shane, you're so big. And then it starts just like walking through them having sex.
0: And it was like moaning and making the noises. Yeah. Bird.
1: Like bouncing up and down. And. It was-
0: <laughs> okay, so I gave this one four stars. Okay, the reason why even understanding i a fraction of this is that my history with this is a little bit skewed because i know someone this happened to what okay so my friend jess who is a woman who is dating a woman named beth and lived they lived together and uh Beth was always out, always out, always out, working, 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 working. And they had two parakeets. They had two, uh, you know, one of those talking birds kind of situations. They had two of them. So uh, Jess is home from work and she's feeding them. And one goes, Monica, you're so funny. Monica, Monica, Monica. (laughs) And Jess, like, calls me and goes, so... My bird keeps mentioning a woman's name that's not my name. And I'm like, whose name is it? And I like, Monica. So Monica was actually a friend of mine. I go, oh, you mean like Monica? I don't want to say the person's last name, but Monica. And she goes, oh. So lo, lo and behold, they were cheating with each other at the house, and the birds were relaying conversations that they were having with each other.
1: They were, so hang on, were they both cheating?
0: the one the one was cheating beth was cheating on jess with monica and the birds kept on saying monica you're so funny monica 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 and jess is like i don't know who this monica is (laughs) and uh why was why does our birds keep talking about monica i actually knew who monica was because it was actually a friend of mine and um so this sounds far-fetched but i actually know somebody who found that their partner was cheating on them through their talking bird is that that not the weirdest thing in the world that is fantastic (laughs) so it actually became like a point of her getting ridiculed and joked around with our friend group because only she would actually get cheated on and found (laughs) she would find out through a bird (laughs) so we just thought it was the funniest thing in the world like she actually never lived it down because (laughs) it was just (laughs) It was just the most obscure thing that I uh somebody used to laugh about it. Like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So they eventually of course broke up and moved out, but you know, it was a funny story.
1: Oh, that didn't work out? I didn't
0: Yeah, never never <laughs> reconcile that.
1: <laughs> so one day they just he just he just heard the parrot go,
0: I'll get the strap on, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was a bunch of just Monica this and Monica that. Until eventually, she just confronted Beth, and Beth was like, "She was completely stunned because the birds basically sold her, sold her out."
1: <laughs> That's what she gets. How did she? Yes.
0: Like how? Why would you talk around talking birds? I mean, they have no loyalty. <laughs> I don't
1: know that's fantastic though
0: yeah so i gave it four stars just for the fact that i actually know some of this happened too and i also thought it was a very witty story too i mean it is pretty funny
1: i know i like it there's a lot of heavy subjects and it was kind of nice to have a little breather
0: yeah it was just a fun little thing you know it was just like a fun little story where was that one from let me see Thailand, Thailand. Spanish. yeah. Four so them three. couple with speaking the native language and me seeing the subtitles from I'm not sure what language. I was very lost and I was like, okay, Crystal, let's just try to work this one out. <laughs> so oh,
1: no. the, the rest th-
0: of once the bird started moaning, I was like, I got it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rest of these are either no dialogue or English.
0: Yes. yes. Or it
1: doesn't matter what they're saying, like the last segment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yes, which is just random and disturbing.
1: <laughs> yep. So next is oh, o is, is for,
0: for orgasm. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm not quite sure how to interpret this. Um, I don't know if it was like it was a lot of metaphor and there was no dialogue. So yeah. I didn't know if it was like a sNm thing, died of asphyxiation kind of thing. I'm not shy to say that I was lost during this one.
1: So was I, but that's okay, because like <laughs> you said, it was a lot of symbolism.
0: Yes, there was a lot of just like, this means this, and this means this. It was very sexual. Um, I got a vibe of S&M kind of thing. Um Again, it was just, it wasn't for me only because, don't get me wrong, I love metaphors, and I love having to look into things, but... It was just almost too much—a couple with no dialogue.
1: No, no, I, I get it, but it was i will will yeah. give them this. It was very, very well shot. Oh yeah. It I was mean, definitely. Yeah, I couldn't give less than three for that. But you know what I thought the entire thing was? Was a big, obviously a symbolism for orgasm. But you know how they call it—the French call an orgasm "le petit morte."
0: Is that what it is? I think so. Yes. The
1: little death. <laughs> and so they're like comparing the female orgasm to dying a little bit
0: yeah no i completely it 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 was a good short i just wish it had like i don't even know i don't even know if i necessarily needed more dialogue but just maybe less like more black and white for me a little bit just a touch more black and white and less metaphor for me
1: yeah, I'm not ashamed to say I I would kind of want a dumber version for me.
0: Yeah, like, maybe that's the dumber version. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah.
0: No, and I 100% agree. Like, and it, it, I was, like, watching it, I'm like, okay, I get it, but it was kind of this, I wish I had one more little, just either something verbal or just, yeah, a dumber version, if that makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I still gave it a three. Yeah. It's from Belgium.
0: Hmm. Oh, really? I wouldn't expect that.
1: No, no. uh, You're not going to expect where this next one's from.
0: (laughs) P is for pressure. And again, this one had like zero dialogue or monologue to it. But it illustrated a prostitute basically being pushed to her limits, basically. Like rents due, child's birthday... You know, it looks like an old lover or something came in and be or a drug addict came into the house and robbed her of all her money. It looks like she's having sex for rent. She's having, doing crazy stuff like she killed a, like a cat on video for like money. No, that's and, the,
1: that is the uh, what you would call it. That is her rock bottom right there.
0: Yeah, she basically like steps on a kitten and like on video as some sort of like money opportunity or something. And I took it as like people, what they'll do under pressure of bills and money and things like that and do what they have to do kind of thing. Perfect. But it but it it showed like the dirtiest of the dirty.
1: Where do you think the short was made?
0: Uh, I'm again thinking of some like, you know, Vietnam. It looks like Asian area. I'm not really, I wouldn't really know what to say.
1: Apparently it was made in the UK.
0: Really? I would not get the UK, especially when it showed like where they were living and stuff like that would not assume that at all.
1: Yeah. I don't know. And I don't even know if that was the intention of the short maybe. Right.
0: Yeah. Maybe to like show that it happens everywhere, you know?
1: Yeah. But um, uh, have you heard of that, that underground thing called crushing?
0: Oh God. No. Oh. And believe me, I've heard of a lot, but I've not, <laughs> I've not heard of that probably because if it has to do with crushing a cat i could not stand that
1: no 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 and i couldn't as i could not either but it is a really underground thing
0: i've heard of like what's the one where they overfeed that one where like the really skinny guy will overfeed overweight woman as a sexual thing keep feeding him and feeding him and feeding him i've i've heard of that but i've not heard of crushing but is it always animal based or is it like anything Um. crushing
1: so i've only heard of animals oh Seattle. yeah i know i don't like it either
0: yeah i couldn't even find remotely what would make that enticing
1: does that make just it-
0: watching something die in general is that sexual gratification or is it just fetishism whatever
1: yeah a fetishism these people are fucked up
0: yeah it's weird but like again you're like, no, please, no, please, no, no. they couldn't it, it was off camera. but yeah, you knew exactly what was happening after a minute.
1: <laughs> and I bet they made sure they got the most adorable little kitten that's ever been on film.
0: Yeah, and she like nuzzles it and like loves it for a minute. you're like, oh God, you know.
1: She's got that big old high heel shoe.
0: <laughs> yes the, which is not comfortable in the least. It's like a little made of plastic.
1: Yes, that does that make it a little bit more? disturbing that it's a real phenomenon
0: yeah if it yeah if you're saying it is that's even way more disturbing no i have no idea that was a thing
1: oh yeah it's got to be true i read it on the internet
0: yes and it must be
1: (laughs) (laughs) but I, i like it
0: yeah it was good because yeah i mean woman had like three kids obviously she was by herself uh living in basically a shack and like she was just like you know after she had sex with the, with the landlord it looked like she was just like she just rolled over and she was like this is my life you know and it's just you know she's like she's saving money for her daughter for, to buy a bike and then yeah it was just it was a really sad story
1: oh yeah and it just ended with her watching her daughter playing with her bike and smiling
0: yeah and it's like meanwhile uh, the daughter has absolutely no idea what the mom went through to get that bike oh it is devastating
1: that's uh, welcome back to the bleary world of ABCs of death.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, then we lightened it up a little bit with Q is for quack.
1: What did you get pressure?
0: Uh, um, I gave it three.
1: I gave it four.
0: Okay. Yeah, I gave it. Yeah, I think it's solid. Has zero like zero dialogue. But you do exactly what was happening during it. It was great
1: i'm sorry you can go on
0: no uh q is for quack and i think this one is hysterical it yeah. lighted it lighted up really well um it's super like meta kind of thing where the directors are talking about how they can't believe they have the letter q and yeah. you know what are they gonna do to kill something letter q what are they gonna do what are they gonna do this is and it's like and then the other one guys like this shows like blatant disrespect that you got q how can you get q and it's funny because like these are conversations that you would literally legitimately have. Yeah. Um, and it shows they finally decide to get a duck and they want to shoot the duck or kill the duck on the screen. They both have a gun. Uh, they begin to argue about how to like, you know, shoot, take the safety off this that, and the other They're am shooting each other. And the cameraman runs off and the duck is still like in the cage, like sitting there like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I gave this one a four. I think this was hysterical.
1: I gave it a four as well. I, I like that they that they were they basically set out to make a snuff movie with a duck. Yeah. They,
0: <laughs> All they could think of was like quack and it was like and get a duck, let's just kill a duck on on on, you know, on screen.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. And they were it was a good one. I liked it.
0: Yeah, I thought it was funny. I think it was I say meta. Cause like people would legitimately have, I'm sure I had this conversation, you know, and it's like, let's make the movie about us not knowing what to do with letter Q. <laughs> then we go to R is for removed. And again, a zero dialogue one. Um, I had a hard time again, figuring out what this one, it just showed a lot of hospital scene, mutilation, blood. It was really good practical effects. But I couldn't really gather, like, was he a war POW or something? I, I couldn't really figure out exactly what, what this person was in the in the short.
1: Yeah, this this gentleman in all the bandages. Basically, they're slowly peeling strips off of him.
0: Yeah, off of his and back. Then,
1: yeah, and then turning it into film.
0: Yeah, it little, was...
1: And watch in it's face. I think it's a metaphor for how the filmmakers suffer or something. I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then he escapes from this, like, hospital setting. It was just very, i again, I wish it just had a little bit of dialogue to go along with it.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I could totally see that.
0: But it was, like, super gory, and I thought the effects were really great in it.
1: It was kind of a a subtle indictment into, you know, what if what a filmmaker may feel like they go through sometimes in order to make a film you know what I mean like
0: maybe a piece of them and everything they do
1: yeah and then everybody just everybody loves it doesn't appreciate what you did to make it that they don't appreciate how you suffered that's just what I interpreted it as
0: yeah I know I, I can see that now that you say that again I would just hope there was a little bit of just I am mostly like a, a just a touch of hand holding with this one just a little bit so i could see them doing it they were slicing it. i was like it was all great it was all done on camera it was really great
1: oh yeah well it's from serbia so it's only the second worst thing to come out of serbia <laughs> uh,
0: yeah so uh i gave this one two i mean stars when i watched it
1: i i did give it a four but you talked me down to a three. Oh no <laughs> it's just I thought it was handled really well like
0: yeah, I mean, like, I would say out of the lot that we watched, this one was pretty gory. Um, it, I thought everything that they did was was great. It was all again on camera, I thought it was great. Uh, I just I needed a little bit of just, just an inch of hand holding, but again, that was just me. But again, not a horrible piece at all. No, not bad, not at all. Um, next one is S for Speed. And, um, it shows two women, uh, it looks like one is being kind of abducted and thrown in the back of a, of a, of a car back of a, um, in a trunk and someone is chasing the other woman at, who's driving the car, getting away and, uh, running and running and running at trying to outrun this person who's following them. The, the car kind of runs out of gas it looks like a death, like feature a person in front of her, and she's like, Here, take her instead, the girl that she had captured and put in the trunk. And yeah. it's like it's not her time, it's 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 your time, basically. And uh it kind of is showing this as like a dream sequence-ish, kind of, because when it goes into real life, it's somebody out running death, basically. But when it goes into like the real, real situation, it's basically the two women are drug addicts that are that are shooting up and uh one is death and one is dead the woman who was having this like dream sequence and uh the other one again finds drugs and she shoots up herself but it shows like basically i'll try to outrun death
1: what'd you think of it
0: um i thought it was really good in the fact that like uh I didn't see it coming that it was death until the exchange between the two and she was trying to hand off the woman instead and she says it's not her time and I really enjoyed that kind of thing. I thought it was good.
1: Oh yeah, it kind of plays like an action movie. Yeah. So it's almost like the adrenaline and the the, all the thing that they wanted to kind of epitomize a, uh, what am I looking, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like a drug type experience
0: yeah i got a total vibe that you kind of like picked up this story in the middle of kind of like a actiony kind of thing yeah. happening um you you weren't really sure where it was going until the exchange with death they were talking about it's on her time and stuff and it was great to then show the real life situation as them them living in like a horrible apartment crap is everywhere their arms are like blown out disgusting from shooting up and it's just like even the even the more reality of it you know
1: yeah it's kind of unsettling yeah yeah but i could see it being a lot like that
0: yeah i i thought it was great because the plan s is for speed it's like you know being chased down in the in the in the chase sequence uh speed could be the drug reference anything but i thought it was good
1: oh, yeah trying to have a trying to have a trying to feel alive and outrunning death that's that's yeah
0: yeah i thought it was great i liked it where did
1: this one come from uk
0: Oh okay and now i'd be surprising because like again like the scene of it looked very like nevada kind of desert you know
1: oh yeah and there's dialogue and it's it's english it's um they sound american so yeah it is a bit of a surprise <laughs>
0: Um, we go to T is for toilet, and it's a clay nation. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of like toilet situations in in this in this uh, anthology. Uh, a lot of poop situations. Farting is a big thing of this this anthology. Um, but like, I guess the kid is learning how to potty train. I don't. Know, the kid is like scared of the toilet. Yep. <laughs> they give it as like this like possessed thing. You know, we know teeth and. All the things. And the parents, you know, are trying to encourage him. But then also simultaneously, the dad is like, oh, you know, a lot of people die in the toilet every year. And the toilet does this. And the toilet crush your head with, like, the toilet. So he tells all these, like, random facts that are, like, scaring the child. You know? So it's funny because there's humor. And, like, I'm sure young parents would say things like that. You know, like, just make little comments like that. Well, he basically envisions i guess his parents dying or being killed by the toilet ends up being being a dream he feels a gurgle in his stomach that he has to actually go to the bathroom so he makes his way down the hall to go to the bathroom and he's like scary he's like staring down the toilet and uh i guess the dad wakes, wakes up and he's like oh it looks like you know he's actually gonna do it this time and like use it and as he's sitting on the toilet the sink above him begins to like loosen off of like the hinge and he actually falls or something happens, he falls, his head gets trapped between the seat of the bathroom of the, of the toilet seat. His dad walks in basically laughing about it, like, oh look, what I you know basically what's yeah. what, what I talked about is happening. And then the sink dislodges from the wall and then it crushes the kid's head between the toilet seat.
1: Was that a sink up there?
0: was it a sink or was it like I mean I thought it was like some sort of basin or something
1: some kind of fixture
0: yeah I thought it was some sort of wall I mean what else would be above it was a weird ceramic kind of thing
1: it was fun claymation though I really liked this short
0: yeah I thought it was great
1: I think this this back half has definitely improved a lot
0: yeah I like this one a lot and it was funny because basically everything came true and it, it was just you know it was gory claymation which was fun
1: yeah when that toilet came to life and ate his parents that was amazing
0: yeah and the kids just sitting there screaming and crying and <laughs> and then the end of it shows in the to- in the trash can outside his like training potty out in the toilet uh, on the trash can
1: <laughs> that little <poor> kid yeah. <laughs> yeah that was from the UK as well Really? Yep. I gave it a five.
0: Yeah, I really like that one. I, I, I thought it was well. Great. I thought it was. And again, we see a lot of the, even the, the short from France we saw, which was like the first half. Again, potty scene, animation, you know, a lot of potty things.
1: <laughs> if really, There's too much potty stuff going.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, We go to U is for unearthed. Yep, And um, I just take it for a bunch of vampire killers uh, killing a vampire. Point yep. of view from the vampire.
1: Yep. He just rises from the grave, starts, starts being attacked by the townsfolk and the priest. And they overwhelm him. And then they, they stake him and decapitate him. And...
0: Yeah. That's- and I really liked that it was his point of view. Yeah. It was different.
1: It was well shot. It's done by Ben Wheatley, who directed Kill List and High Rise and a bunch of other ones.
0: Yeah, I thought it was just unique and different. And I, again, like the fact that it just showed him like, you know, all the things happening to him. And it was just like, you know, I know it was just he kind of was just like, you know, watching it as it's happening. It was good.
1: Oh, yeah. It It was well shot, well acted. It was a little short on story, but I gave it a three.
0: yeah. I'd see.
1: We're just fuck blazing through these.
0: (laughs) I know, I know. I'm surprised.
1: This is Uh, a little confusing.
0: This next one, it's V for vaginitis. Is that it?
1: The scream of a newborn baby.
0: Yeah, and then the the presidency was the you know the cry of a newborn baby. Yep. Uh, this is kind of like a RoboCop kind of feel to it. Um like, futuristic, you know, overpopulation kind of thing where you're allowed to have a kid unless you petition to have a kid, but if you worked for the government, you'd have better chance, so this woman became an officer. Um, she successfully petitions to have a kid. She finds out she's infertile, basically, but um, during the scene, she infiltrates this, like, you know, warehouse where people are having kids, I guess, without these uh, permission to have kids. And they're also like mind readers, or would you say like, almost like, I would say Firestarter, you know, and they can control your thoughts and your, your emotions kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Basically the RoboCop, (laughs) her... Um, I say robot cop because it doesn't remind me of, but, you know, a giant robot cop. (laughs) And then almost, like, this, like, villainy kind of, like, he gave, like, a vampire vibe to me. But um, he was almost, like, in charge of them and gave the orders to kill the family. Kills the family, decapitates the baby's, you know, head. The baby still turned out to be alive, and the father kind of looks at the woman and goes, well, you know, you're the mommy now, basically.
1: And he's the prophet?
0: Yeah, like a prophet kind of baby thing, and it was very futuristic and very just, it was a, I thought it was, like, a cool segment, but again, just very futuristic and just, like, you know, a lot to dig through.
1: Yeah, it's fun, though.
0: Yeah, I gave this one a three. Same Yeah. I mean it was a really cool concept, you know, getting permission to have kids, overpopulation kind of thing. Um, it just I got lost with the whole like he's a prophet, now all of a sudden like the baby's a prophet kind of thing.
1: The, the baby's eyes uh glowed blue and then he did he make that RoboCop thing shoot everybody?
0: And then... Yeah, exactly. It was like kind of like a mind, you know, control thing. Yeah.
1: That's pretty neat stuff.
0: Yeah, it was definitely creative, and um, their 5,000 went far in their skit.
1: <laughs> yep, from Canada. Really? Yeah.
0: Um, that, that, I, that's unexpected for some reason.
1: No, they weren't saying a boot or anything in the thing. I right
0: know. Yep. <laughs> um, w is for what the fuck, basically, or WTF. And it kind of has the same vibe as Q is for Quack, in the fact that the directors working on the on, on an animated short related to the letter W. Um, when his like, crew members come in, tell him to come look at the the news, um, and it shows like a bunch of just like apocalyptic apocalyptic things like zombie clowns, puppet from hell, chemtrails, all these kind of weird stuff, and. Um, the newscaster are talking to the end of the world, basically,
1: with a bunch of w stuff,
0: yeah, like a giant walrus, like it was and it was all a bunch of just like getting wrapped up in the letter w with the with the newscast.
1: yeah, a lot of animated stuff, a lot of random nonsense. It's almost like they started to try like Q, and then they just gave up and cut a bunch of shit together.
0: yeah, it was almost like a psychedelic like bad trip kind of thing. The guy was going through a really bad trip. Um, the director's head gets cut off. Um, and basically, like, the cartoon warlock, like, it looks like, you know, in the beginning of the, of the, of the short, like, it's gets stabbed, or stabbing, and it's like, then almost at the very end of the scene, you hear, like, what the fuck? Yep. Yeah, it was a very, like, Again, I call it, like, a bad trip. It was very choppy. It was all about W. I don't know if it meant to, like, illustrate his, like, thought process a little bit.
1: I have no idea about this one.
0: I have no idea, because it's, like, him working on a, on a short. And the short is, like, this w- cartoon warlock basically squeezing the shit out of this woman's breast. Just, like, squeezing it, like, as hard as he like, possibly could. And he gets interrupted doing th- this illustration. And the guy's like, Well, I thought we were going to do animation. And he's like, Ah, oh, you know, I'm just th- doing, I'm trying to throw it together with some ideas. And everyone's like, Come look at this. And it's a bunch of just like random clips of the news. But I don't know if he gets like sucked into it or it's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, it's not clear.
0: Yeah, <laughs> not at all.
1: Yeah, I don't hate it, but it's a two out of five.
0: I gave it two as well. Yeah,
1: 100%. I just want more. uh more to chew on a little bit and it's just it just feels like they were just having fun editing shit together
0: yeah I but be- it started out okay then I'm like I got where it ended with like, what the fuck because you kind of feel like when you're like what the fuck when you watched it you're like uh like what when I was what's watched the last two minutes like perfect so I, I get for- that
1: oh yeah totally perfect name for it
0: <laughs> yes
1: from the United States what the
0: fuck really uh um x is for double xl and i thought this was a really great one um you know this overweight woman's walking the streets of france heading home and you know she sees like you know all the ads on the the train about like you know thin act thin ads and things not particularly about like weight loss but just like thin models and she's getting harassed like every turn on her walk home about being overweight and You know, she gets home and she's kind of defeated. She goes to the fridge. She gorges herself. And it's, like, almost, like, hard to watch. She gorges herself. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she, again, on the TV, there's more, like, of the same thin, thin model, thin actress that she's being, like, kind of, like, haunted by a little bit. Until she decides to, like, make herself thin by just cutting the fat off of her.
1: Yep, she just goes to the bathroom and.
0: Oh yeah, it is like blood on blood. This one.
1: <laughs> she's cutting a bit with the razor, and then she's like, "This isn't going fast enough."
0: Yeah, so she just like hacks it herself, so almost like down basically down to the bone. She comes out of, out of the shower. The floor is covered in blood. Everything's covered in blood. So is she. She's basically a skeleton this morning. She comes out of, out of the tub, and she kind of does like a model pose. And then she just falls over and dies. Absolutely. I thought this one was great.
1: Yeah, you know, I know, I gave it a five.
0: Yeah, I, a same.
1: Because it's just body image is an important thing these days, and kind of lets people in on how people feel about. Do you know what I'm saying? Like different body types.
0: Yeah, and it was just really good because you would. Okay, It's like the extre- extreme measure of, over top of like anorexia. Like it's just as like her is hacking herself. like you're like, oh, you know, hurt is all the being inundated with like TV and uh, print media. And then when she's walking home, guys are just harassing her. And then finally she just takes out her, her own hands in the most like violent way and it's like, oh. I You're know it's like wow.
1: Yeah, it's sad like her neighborhood's really shitty like that. I think she lives in like the old bullies neighborhood.
0: Yeah, and you know, she lives in like a shitty apartment and she just goes home and she just like I don't even know what the hell she was eating, but it was like hard to watch. And she was like gorging herself and then she's like, "You know what? I'm going to take care of this." And then like you just watch her just hack herself.
1: Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, oh, like it's carving knife in the shower that had to fucking hurt
0: yeah it it, and then she comes out and she's just like mangled and but again she does like this pose almost like this like model-esque pose like there i'm perfect and she just keels over and dies
1: yeah it's really it's it's kind of sad but
0: yeah but i thought it was super effective and, and a good short
1: and it's an important important subject especially these days
0: with, yeah
1: you know fat shaming finally coming under fire and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's sad because she was a pretty girl i think a lot of it's in how you how you act like she was obviously frowning the entire time but i bet if she smiled more you know yeah like, society's pretty harsh
0: yeah it was just like uh it, it, I mean, she wasn't like necessarily you know obese like yeah she was a larger woman but i mean nothing that was like where people would just like i i don't know i just felt like she was just ridiculed and beaten down to this it was horrible
1: oh yeah i'm as a chubby human being we all know her pain
0: yeah it was a thing
1: Y is for
0: a <laughs> young buck. And this one just like pushed me to my limits a little bit. Um, this like pedophile janitor basically works in like, I want to say elementary school, middle school, maybe middle school would be more accurate. Let's say middle. Yeah, works in the middle school, super pedophile, disgusting, takes young kid camp- uh, camping and, you know, hunting. Uh, shoots this buck with the kid, but also simultaneously, like, molests him. And uh, it shows a scene where you know they're back at school and they're playing basketball and they're sweating and they're young kids and they're young boys playing. Then after they're done playing. He like goes into the auditorium and he like lops up their like sweat. Yeah, that's where I was like, Oh my god, like, you know, and come to find out. The kid gets a revenge on him and takes the buck where they shot each, like where they shot together during this Yosemite trip, and killed him with it. And at the end, you see the kid like pull his pants down. Do you you remember seeing that?
1: Yeah, I think he was gonna pee on the guy.
0: Yeah, basically pee on him or whatever. And but you just watch this young kid like go through this you know a situation where he's taken advantage of and then he kind of like finds his revenge but also in a really disturbing way where you know he's still equally as fucked up
1: (laughs) oh yeah and it's a lot like pressure too it's mostly music and quick moments yeah you get the whole story without a word spoken
0: Nothing spoken just all inferences and like visuals and you know your your imagination fills in the blanks which is almost worse sometimes oh yeah yeah but it's super good i thought it was great again the 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 subject matter is hard to take but like you know he finds his revenge and it was good
1: oh yeah he stabs the guy in the eyes with the with the deer horns yeah that's fantastic yeah it's from canada
0: Oh, again, again, that's shocking for some reason. Yeah,
1: from Jason Eisner, who did Hobo with a Shotgun. Really? Yeah. Makes well, sense, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> Love Hobo with a Shotgun.
0: But uh, again, I gave this one a three. Uh, it was good. It, it was a solid beginning, middle, end. But again, it was hard to watch because of the subject matter
1: very hard to watch I, it, <laughs> yes i got a, it was a five it was just so well done
0: yeah and it like i turned away when he was like licking up the sweat i had to turn away like there's some scenes where i was like i could not watch that
1: yep i about threw up too
0: yeah and even if it wasn't the the situation of being like a pedophile i don't think i could watch two consenting adults do that let alone this disgusting man do that yeah. <laughs>
1: Between the pedophilia and the sweat licking, it's a bit of a...
0: It pushes you. It really makes you have to, like, sit through something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's a million times better than...
0: Uh, Z is for... I'm going to birch this, but it's uh, Japanese, like, Zetsumitsu.
1: Zetsumitsu?
0: Yeah, and uh, this is the one I read that was one... That was a, a fill-in basically a contest winner that won this this won the last spot.
1: Yes, that's that's accurate.
0: And it, I'm assuming it's from Japan, just because oh, yeah. it gives that vibe. And um, I mean, this has a lot of like again metaphor, a lot of penis, a lot of boobs, a lot of just everything out. <laughs> Everything's out. Yeah.
1: A lot of rice.
0: Rice rubbing on the bodies, boobs, a giant penis with a, with a knife in it, like
1: this, yeah, the Japanese gal with the dyed blonde hair who's a Nazi.
0: Yeah, but also they mentioned she's American. But I mean, Nazi is definitely a German thing. But I thought it was made uh. kind of like a thing where it was a, a, a American kind of thing. I don't know if you got that vibe.
1: I. I don't know what vibe I got.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was hard. But I, I kind of took it as the, um, in parentheses, the, the, the Zetsu Mitsu title it said extinction. And the only thing I could think of when I was watching this was like a definitely like a metaphor for like American culture, like penetrating Japanese culture. That's how I took this.
1: Yeah, I could totally see that.
0: Where it was like, we're the like uh, American was like the Nazi, of the big penis. It was just like, basically, just like, you know, kind of like how we just like are penetrating the entire, you know, globe with our like, you know, lifestyles, our thoughts, you know, things like that, and how Japanese culture was like diminishing because of you know our culture kind of like taking over. That's how I kind of took it.
1: I am so happy that you overthought this because it's so bug shit nuts that I re- yeah. I refuse to try to dissect this. I'm just
0: I was yeah. just overcome I by I took it like her giant like 20 foot length Earth. like 5 foot girth penis basically was like us like fucking everybody <laughs> like us being America basically.
1: I yeah I get it I just don't know why why ever they were coming rice at one point and then
0: yeah and it was like they were rubbing it on I don't have a simulated cum I have no idea like I really don't it was like a lot it was it was definitely a lot (laughs) but that was my only take was that maybe he's seeing you know his culture diminish and become extinct kind of and american culture is kind of like the you know taking over and that was my me overthinking again but it was definitely a lot of penis a lot of boobs (laughs) rice it was it was a lot it would be almost like a fetish porn if it wasn't in this movie
1: absolutely there's got to be a better way to say what they were trying to say
0: yeah And that was me just looking like, if there was reading between the lines, there's like fifteen lines I'm reading between. (laughs) To find, to find some sort of linear storyline of this.
1: That was your your theory was kind of. I think I've had I had that theory as well.
0: Yeah, I think that's the only thing I could possibly come up with. Like, it is it it was a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, one out of five. Try harder next time.
0: I give it a two. I gave it a two only because I mean, like boobs. I mean, there was boobs and there was things to look at, but but you can't
1: just give it an extra point for boobs.
0: <laughs> I just gave it. I gave it two. I think one of them, one of those stars, was for boobs. All that I'll was.
1: I'll give it a point five for boobs.
0: <laughs> yeah, because this one had a lot of nudity.
1: Because I'm pretty sure the main ones were fake, and that is not good. Yeah. I mean, they look great, but I mean, I don't. Um, anyway, but um, what did you, what did you think of the whole thing as as a whole?
0: Um. This would. This is shockingly like the most abstract, weirdest thing I've probably ever watched. Huh. Like I, I, would say, and I mean, I watched tons of John Waters. Like, you know, I, I think I've watched tons. I think because it was just like over cultures and languages and also seeing that a lot of directors regardless of their where they're from had a lot of like similar kind of views on like when it comes to like poop and nudity like somebody from japan and the uk have like i know what i'm gonna do so with poop and you're like just (laughs) just random like random random you know so I'm glad I watched it. I don't know if I would have watched this or even have heard of it had it not been for us watching it.
1: Well, good. You brought some culture into your
0: <laughs> Um, I think that we're watchability. I personally probably wouldn't rewatch it like on my own, but I might rewatch it if I were showing it to somebody. Like, you have to see this because of this. And I would, so there is rewatchability in it. But I don't know if I'd be like, you know what I'm in the mood for? ABC's a death.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I just... So I don't have that kind of thought about the rewatchability, but I do if I was ever trying to like shock somebody, like, you need to watch this with me.
1: There's just some hard segments in there. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, there's a lot of, you don't know what pushes people's buttons. And like, it does. And I thought about that, that Sheila, whatever her name was, case. Where the teacher like showed this to a class in high school or whatever. I can't imagine the thoughts of the high schoolers watching this.
1: I <laughs> I want to know now.
0: Yeah, or what she was thinking of when she thought, you know what, I'm gonna show this movie to these kids. Because I was during a couple of these scenes, even when it came to like uh, the young buck one with the the pedophile, like you what showing this to kids? Like, what are you thinking?
1: <laughs> she was thinking, "I'm hungover. I'm gonna put on a movie for the class and ABCs of death." That sounds, you know.
0: Yeah, I a- mean, I, I started thinking about that when I was watching some of this these clips. I'm like, were these kids really watching this?
1: Probably not. <laughs> there was some, like I said, there's some good ones to hang on to, but when you get to something like F is for fart
0: yeah the orgasm one i'm like eh. uh the last one was hard it was just you know nonsense yeah some of it was just let's see what we can do to like shock people but there was the no real story
1: and then you'll have these shorts that have these real deep meanings behind them like like speed being about drug being about drugs and overdosing and then xxl being about body I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know yeah,
0: like basically body image problems and stuff like that yeah. or perception of body image and things. And it's like if you were to shave down like 25% of this of the nonsense, you would have like a killer anthology.
1: Absolutely. And it wasn't just like the quality dropped a bit. It became to the, it came to the point where you're like are they trolling me right now?
0: Yeah, like almost it's nonsense. You're like and it's not Like, I get it. It's the crapshoot you get with having so many directors and give them free reign, you know, to do whatever. But it, you would have a, if they actually got all these submissions and then didn't do like maybe an alphabet and just made like narrowed it down to these killer ones, like you would have a really great anthology.
1: Could you come up with a top three?
0: Oh, man.
1: I mean, you can name as many as you want, but.
0: Like for the first one, uh, like D is for dog. I really liked
1: dog fights. Great. Yeah. Oh, dog
0: fight. Yeah, D is dog fight. Even the apocalypse one was a great start because it just shocked you. Like, what's this about? Like out of the gate, it was it was shocking. Um, you know, I I like the quack one. I like the pressure one. Um, speed. Yeah, there was some XXL. There was a lot of good ones. Uh, I don't know if I can... I mean, definitely Dogfight. Definitely, uh, I would say, you know, Quack, just for the humor and like being self-aware. Probably XXL, if I chose three.
1: Dogfight. Ellis for libido.
0: (laughs) That is a good one.
1: Yeah, that's a messed up one. I don't know why I like that one. And then... um probably XXL to be honest with you yeah it's just so it's disturbing
0: yeah and there I mean libido that's a really good one yeah
1: what would you give the whole the whole movie
0: um I would as a whole probably give it like a three and a half out of five right
1: oh there you go Okay. out of five
0: okay. I mean out of five not out of, out of ten but like out of a five like guess a, a solid like three and a half that's being very nice Uh, only because I think that it's worth a watch Um, if anything just to be like what did I watch you know uh, (laughs) for 40% of it but uh, I like the fact that it was different it was through different cultures and their interpretation of like what would be a good illustration of death you know that was interesting to me
1: no it's very interesting I like I give it a 6 out of 10 or a 3 out of 5 I don't know
0: yeah, the same.
1: Just because I feel the bad ones, though, the bad ones just
0: the bad ones are bad. Yeah, <laughs> the bad ones are bad, or they leave you with like what? Like you're you're grabbing for straws when you watch it.
1: I guess the important question is: Would you rather watch an anthology made up only of the bad ones or Creepshow Show uh, Three?
0: I would still take the bad ones of this. <laughs> I was, you know, why? Because you might still get some like boobs, and you might still get some like randomness that you know. There's conversational pieces in this one, even with the bad ones. You're like, what? And there's something that's least nice to talk about. Creepshow three is still way worse than this. <laughs> Any of the worst ones.
1: Agreed. Yeah. What have I told you? The sequels like better.
0: The sequel. This is better. Yes. And it's the same sort of vibe ABC's like through the alphabet? Absolutely. Huh. Are we doing that one next?
1: Uh, I can't remember whose who's, um, pick it is for next week.
0: If, if Whatever. I mean, if you if, I think I chose this one. So choose the, you choose the next one.
1: How do you feel about ABC's too?
0: Yeah. I mean, sure. I'm, all, I'm game for it.
1: Yeah. Might as well just pick that one up real quick.
0: Yeah, just to fish it out.
1: Hopefully, you can find it.
0: Yeah, I did see it when I was looking for it, so I think it is available.
1: I would put the, um, I would say that maybe a fourth, maybe a third of the shorts in the first one are rough, and I would say that maybe it's probably like closer to a fifth of the shorts in the part two.
0: In in the second one.
1: Yeah, I think there's honestly only about four. Four maybe five that I didn't like, so that's like twenty-one segments.
0: Oh, okay, and that's 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 definitely good to know.
1: Oh yeah, I liked it a lot better. <laughs> I wish this one had been more like that one. Okay, Seems I'm like
0: I'm, I'm definitely for it then.
1: Yeah, it kind of does seem like it's having more fun.
0: Okay, then I'm I'm game.
1: <laughs> and it's still disturbing, but there's nothing in there like like Z or F.
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> that is good to know
1: absolutely this was fun thank you so much yes
0: it's good talking to you
1: you try not I try to get these segments out of your brain now
0: yeah i'm gonna try to wash them clear
1: It's <laughs> gonna take lots of
0: alcohol <laughs> yes <laughs> take it easy you too